0: Before we get into our episode with uh, Truth co-pitmaster, barbecue traveler extraordinaire, Dylan Taylor, uh, we do have a uh, special announcement for the podcast. Um, Brian, you got something in the mail last week, huh?
1: Yeah, holiday, weekend, Thanksgiving uh, came to my door. I was very excited. I had no idea what it was. Opened it up, and it's the newest T-shirt from Opie's Barbecue. And for those that are not familiar, Opie's has the best barbecue t-shirts in the business.
0: I don't even know who would be second. They are first, second, and third. I mean, the the, the Opie shirts are awesome, and there are many.
1: And they're all, um, not all of them, they have a couple that are not, but they are uh, takeoffs of popular rock and roll bands. So they have an ACDC style shirt, they have a Boston style shirt, they have um iron one of maiden. my yeah one of my favorites is the iron maiden van halen um oh my gosh it's just i mean just amazing shirts amazing barbecue don't get me wrong and we'll talk about their barbecue in a second but um just some really cool shirts and they just launched the newest one which is zz top
0: yeah i'm actually surprised it took them this long to get to zz top i mean obviously the most well-known rock band from texas um but, uh, but yeah, Brian got who, a... Who, by
1: the way, cool. had an album called Chrome, Smoke, and Barbecue.
0: Was that they, Yes, Chrome? they did. And,
1: and one of the tracks on that album
0: is? Double Back, which the name of our barbecue pop-up business does not derive from the song, although it is kind of a really cool coincidence. Um, had we known that, we totally would have claimed that it derived from the song. But being honest, it didn't. But uh, it is one of those... Six degrees of barbecue separation sorts of things. and uh, That was kind
1: of cool. Absolutely. And Opie's is one of our favorite barbecue joints out in Spicewood. It's a little bit of a drive outside of Austin, but so good. But it's a very,
0: nice drive.
1: Yes, yeah, very nice, mesquite smoked. Um the whole family out there, Seth, Courtney, Kristen, Todd, um, the whole gang does great every visit. Uh from you know, end to end, we like, of course, the brisket of course the ribs they do some great baby backs uh, they do whole beef ribs and uh, they do spares as well i think um
0: yes they do
1: and then the sides which is which is the tater tot casserole
0: Tater tot casserole which we've talked about many times on the podcast our uh our most popular double back item is tater tot casserole which is made in homage to Opie's.
1: absolutely and the uh, one thing that we won't touch their their butter beans are also just fabulous
0: uh, uh, yeah the butter beans are fantastic um the desserts are excellent i mean Opies is just a great barbecue spot um i know we both talked about it on the podcast before that we we think they are m- most likely i'd go ahead and say they are the biggest surprise as far as didn't make the big lists this year um they've made it in years past uh, just didn't make the list for whatever reason this year we think we think it's a big oversight because it's one of our favorite places to go to list or no list um but yeah, we try to get out there as often as we can. Uh, I was out there I guess a couple of months ago I think Brian you went either right before or right after I did most recently, I believe.
1: I think it was right after it was it was when I finished up uh, I believe I finished up my top 50.
0: Gotcha yeah, I mean still around the same time. it's yeah, if you're making one of those runs around like north Northwest north Northwest of Boston, uh, if you're going to Cooper's and Lano if you're you know, or even if you're going to uh, Payne's and Burnett, yeah, uh, you can kind of make a loop around back through Austin, and you basically would go right by Opie's. So it's it's definitely worth a stop in. Um, but uh, but Brian, you want to go ahead and uh, make the make the official podcast announcement of the very awesome uh, arrangement we've got with Opie's.
1: Yeah, very very much thanks to them. We have uh, both a T-shirt and a fifty dollar gift card.
0: That's right, and we will be giving this away. Um, We'll be announcing the winner of it for the podcast or on the next episode of the podcast. We'll announce the winner Um, to to enter. It's going to be a pretty easy, pretty easy contest. Um, By the time you listen to this podcast, we'll have posted a picture on Instagram at Tales from the Pits. If you're not following us on Instagram, go ahead and give us a follow. Um, All you have to do is be following us. Comment on the picture with your favorite episode of the Tales from the Pit podcast so far. And also, um, a friend you'd like to take with you, two of these, should you win this wonderful prize.
1: Because it's always, barbecue is always more fun with more than one person.
0: Right. And you don't want to eat 50 bucks worth of barbecue just by yourself. Come on.
1: <laughs> I do. <laughs>
0: well, yeah. This, but, is, this is true.
1: But, you know, it, it's more fun to share. Absolutely. It's a nice ride. Like I said, it's a good ride out there.
0: So with that. It really is. And like I said, yep go
1: ahead oh i was just gonna say any any other last points before we get on to the interview
0: that that was it i mean that's it obviously a huge thanks to Opie. um it's you're you're one of our favorite joints we will absolutely have you guys on the podcast in the near future um because it would give us an excuse to come back out there which we're always looking for an excuse to go out there anyway uh but a huge thanks to them and guys be on the lookout for that instagram post and, Uh, enter the contest and we will draw our winner at random and we will announce the winner on next week's podcast but uh without further ado let's get into our podcast topic um we have an interview here with dylan taylor um whose barbecue travels are many and you will hear all about them right here back in two and two
1: all right howdy and welcome back to tales from the pits this is brian and andrew and we have here today with us
2: dylan taylor
1: and Dylan, you are an up-and-coming young pitmaster, um, yeah, pit apprentice, pitmaster, whatever you want to call yourself. I don't know. I would yeah, say pit you master. Want to call
2: it. A brisket manager, there you a manager
1: of smoked meats, a manager of smoked meats. That's better than a uh, janitorial manager. Yeah. Uh, no, but, no uh, we we first caught you way back at um, Love Barbecue uh, mm-hmm. two years ago now, maybe. No, yeah, it's it was been a couple a years time. back. Been two years already. Yeah. Dang it has been a long time. And I know, you're getting right? old. Right I in know, front of I, us, I you're feel so up. old now, man. I remember yeah, when you were knee high to a grasshopper. I remember when you were 19. No, he was years taller older. than us then. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let, let's talk a little bit about kind of how you got into barbecue. So, um, cool. You know, we, we caught in to you when you were already cooking. What what, what yeah. was going on before then?
2: So before then, um, I actually got my start uh, working at Terry Black's. Um, now, I'll take you back a little bit further before I get into that. Um, I grew up in Arlington, Texas. Um, so barbecue to me was, uh, Spring Creek, Coulter's or Dickie's. Um, and so honestly, I didn't, I didn't really like barbecue that much growing up because I didn't have like something that was that amazing. Um, now Spring Creek did have some really good uh, rolls, but other than that, you know, nothing too much going on. Um, And free ice cream on Sundays, right? Dang, I must have, I was going on the wrong day. I (laughs) I didn't check that out. Um, but yeah, so, um, graduated high school, um, moved straight to Austin In hopes of going to school and pursuing music for a little bit, Um, and then you know, I was kind of introduced to this whole introduced to this whole new like food culture. Um, You know, there's a lot more. There wasn't a bunch of franchises like there was in Arlington. You know, Um, there's like you know independently owned restaurants. There's a bunch of great chefs, Um, and then especially like one of my favorite parts. Well, my favorite part was a barbecue. Um, You know, going to Franklin Barbecue, La Barbecue. Those are my like my first two like experiences of barbecue that I really fell in love with Central Around Texas what, Barbecue. What time was this? It was like this was 20, probably 2014.
3: 2014? Okay. Yeah, so
2: so what about, what three about three those first, ex- can you remember, like remember the okay, first bite? Okay, so then. I remember getting that, you know, like those little morsels of brisket that they hand you, like yep. those little burn-ins, I guess, not like Kansas City burn-ins. So that was know. probably La yeah, barbecue. The sugar again. cookie. Yeah. Well, actually, at Franklin, Franklin they, they handed me one, too. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, but, man, I remember just like that perfectly salted, you know, like bark on top that really rendered out caramelized fat that just melts away in your mouth and that silky velvety moist you know moisture laden meat um all into one and i i was just blown away like i didn't that was like the most delicious thing i've ever had um you know, and it, it goes to show too. Like it was such like a, it's a it's a simple. Like when you think about it, it's like a, it's, it's a slice of it's a the slice, opens, of, you know, it's the a slice of meat. opens up, the yeah. light shines down. All of a sudden, yeah. like, this right. is, there's something there's, new. Yeah, this and is awesome. there's so much yeah. depth of flavor too. You know, there's a little kiss of like smoke on there too. Right, but then you come um, to
3: discover all the work that came into that one little yeah. bite. Yeah, <laughs> so <had>. see
2: now <laughs> then yeah. So fast forward, you know, a little bit. You know, I'm going like down the down the rabbit hole. Um, reading about, like, the, the history of Texas barbecue, you know, German-Czech settlers coming to central Texas, you know, on the outskirts of Austin in the mid-1800s, early 1900s, um, running their meat markets before the days of refrigeration, preserving their leftovers with smoke, yada, yada, you know, um, selling them. They're, you know, like on Sunday, selling all their, their smoked leftovers to... The, the know, necessity yeah, of th- smoking meat as yeah, opposed exactly to the enjoyment. The enjoyment, yeah. yeah. And, like, selling it... One of my favorite parts, too, was selling it to blue-collared workers, like cattle drivers coming through the town at the time, you know, railroad workers, whatever. Um, like, I thought that was so cool. It's such, like, a humble, honest food um, that just, you know, just was designed to feed the working class. And, um, you know, it's just smoke meat in time. It was super simple... I mean, we've come a long way now. We've, you know, broken in the science a little bit more, you know, modernized some cooking techniques, cooking vessels, all that. So it's been – I think it's gotten a little bit even more tasty than it used to be. Vorticity. (laughs) Vorticity. Thermodynamics and fluid dynamics, all that fun stuff. Um, gotten away from just table
1: salt and nothing else. Yeah, exactly. Which is where it started. Yeah.
2: But, I mean, it's it's got such a a rich history, you know. And, like, even, like, not even in Central Texas, too. Like, South Carolina's – or, sorry, the Carolina's – um all the other barbecue regions around um it's just you know it's it's that's the one true american cuisine is barbecue
1: excellent
2: so how did you get into the, the business so you you had you had a couple
1: of great yeah. bites a couple so of different places i
2: was going yeah i was going to school um kind of wanted to pursue music a little bit more so um and i also kind of got into cooking then too i i just dropped out of my uh I, I went to I went to ACC for a semester I was gonna go for two years get my credits done and then go to like UT or something but I decided I really wasn't happy at school um, I was really just enjoying my time eating eating my way around the city <laughs> um, and barbecue is still my favorite thing to eat so um I had seen. This is kind of funny. So I saw Terry Black's um, opening up on Barton Springs Road. They hadn't opened yet. I was like, oh, cool, Black's.
3: Like, Did first you live in the apartments was, behind the restaurant? No, I, I lived on Riverside. So okay. I lived in the student
1: <laughs> housing apartments with my buddies. But, so I'm going to deter, and I may have told yeah. this story before. Yeah. You know, before it was Terry Black's, it was something else, something else. Before yeah. that, it was Holiday House. It was mm-hmm. a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, they were famous for an alligator that they had in a pin yeah, in over the, the side. Yeah, yeah. Charlie yeah. the alligator. I remember hearing about it. They that. also had a, a pond with turtles, and I fell in that pond once and went, you I fell in the pond? <laughs> yeah, I fell in the pond. It's a long story. But but that the building in that location is, is very memorable, to, not just to me, but to a lot of Austinites. So yeah. um, it, it was very interesting when they, they came in. And I don't know what it was in between when they came in. I think it may have just been vacant for a while. Yeah, but. and
2: I think it was a oh, – I can't remember what it was. I remember hearing many stories about like the place before, and I was like the building was cursed because <laughs> no, everybody failed. I remember I actually heard a story that somebody stole Charlie the Alligator out of the pond. Uh, I that think was Brian. It was Brian. <laughs> Brian, Brian yeah. fell in and came out with an alligator. Word, did I? <laughs> yeah, I didn't sorry. say Let's, a word, I? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Can we start this uh, podcast <laughs> over? Um, no. I and they, they
1: have a uh, memorial to Charlie
2: there yeah. at, at the
1: place still. Okay. Cool. Um, it's a just a. It's not a real alligator though, unfortunately. Yeah. And they don't serve alligator, at the barbecue restaurant.
3: That's uh, a. Yeah. That's that's, a, thing, that's yeah. a missed opportunity. Yeah. Yes, it is. is. It, yeah, there you go.
1: So so you, you started working there. I mean, what did you do? Just walk in the door and say, I want to cook meat? I mean, yeah,
2: well, I was like, um, you know, they were just opening, so they were just looking for new staff. They weren't open yet. Um, they were still building and stuff, and I was like, hey, like, you know, I'd really love to, you know, learn how to cook barbecue. I'm really interested so in you, it. So you had um, no,
1: no other than, you, you you said you researched kind of the history yeah, of barbecue, I but like, you, yeah. you weren't cooking briskets in your backyard?
2: No, um, I had started So I got a pit eventually, but I was already working at Terry Black's for a couple months. But here's the thing. I wanted to cook really bad, but I was like this young, bubbly, like personable kid. Because he's not that now. Yeah, (laughs) I've gotten, you know, I've I've worn myself down a bit. Um, But uh, so they, they said I had what they call the front of house personality type. So I started off cutting. Now, I don't have any qualms with that, though, because cutting is definitely just as important as cooking. You know, I think cutters are one of the most underrated things in barbecue. It, it um, is, as it far is as a like, very important job. Yeah, they got to know who they're serving, um, what they're serving. You know, what to look for. They got to know how to A good cutter slice. can't make
1: up for bad meat. Exactly. But a good
2: cutter can make bad me- good meat. It'd be bad. bad. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So I was actually kind of glad. I think it worked out better. Me learning how to cut first, and then me learning how to cook after that. And then going back into cutting and stuff. Um, I, so yeah. I think
1: one thing cutting would give you is it gives you, you you get to feel the meat, you get to see the meat, how, and you get to feel when you cut it,
2: right? Yeah, exactly. You get to
1: feel how easy it slices, so yeah. you get an idea of this is good and this is good, and then when you, yeah when you cook, I think you, it kind of carries over a little bit.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and that was it was. I remember it's like like getting yeah getting. To, getting to know your way around the brisket and everything or pork or whatever any kind of smoked meat like it was it was weird brisket is, is specifically because it was just you know but um, yeah so and i was also it was so foreign to me i had really no knife skills um, so that was also really weird to me like learning how to cut um, but yeah so i bugged that, them that's
1: something i'm i struggle with cuz cuz andrews yeah. andrews professionally trained and okay cool i i i had none coming in and he's showing me how to cut you know we, we were doing a, a particular dish, and he wanted to cut them three different ways, and I'm like, what do you mean? Let's just cut them all the same damn way, you know? And he's like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, you're going to do these this way, this yeah. this way, this way. But it's, it's a, it is it's a skill, and it,
2: that's yeah. an art in and it of itself. Yeah, I mean, I've noticed even cutting, too, like each brisket, like on the lean-in, like the graining runs slightly different each way, and you got to learn how to like perfectly cut it against the grain. Um, even like on the lean-in, like the fatting is a little easier because, you know, just kind of turn 90 degrees and start slicing, but with the lean I've noticed like after cutting a thousand or so briskets like you gotta kind of slant your knife and cut it a little different each time which is fun but it's also like that's one of the many things about barbecue that just requires attention, um, to t- yeah, attention, to attention to detail yeah attention to detail and you know yeah. just yeah, last thing you yeah. want to do is, is give someone
3: that slice where you just oh I, I kind of got a little bit with the grain on that one. Yeah, but, you know you
2: can kind of adjust to learn. You know, but you're also kind of putting on a show at the same time. Well, I guess if you're if you're doing like a meat market like counter service style barbecue restaurant, right, you're putting on a show. And that's, that's part of the experience. Yeah. for the customer. That's really, one of my favorite really thing about barbecue. Like, way, yeah. It's just this whole allure. Like you're walking in, you're seeing... Well, especially
3: you know, Terry Blacks where they got the big blocks. Yeah, and man, like you got that. the yeah.
2: spotlights shining down on each block. Yeah, so yeah, no,
3: it's a cool experience to go into Terry Blacks and see that. I
2: love it. Yeah, so I worked there probably about six months and I bugged them enough I'm like alright man like I really want to cook like can we please like, like please can I cook dad please 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 um, and so yeah I finally got like on this like worked my way to the pits and um, started like learning my way around so and so one of the, the things
1: is sometimes there's a it's just like one day they the, the pit guy calls in sick. I mean yeah. how did you how did you move
2: into the pits? Was it just Oh I literally just bugged them every single day. And they just finally relented
1: just and me, said, Let me all cook right. fine. Yeah.
2: I was about to give them an ultimatum like I'm gonna <laughs> quit if you don't let me cook. No, I'm just kidding. Um but uh yeah, no, I just I bugged them so much. Um So what know.
3: did they did they start off letting you cook briskets or did yeah. you start off with
2: Yeah they, they let me like it was so they had two shifts. They had like the starting shift which you like seven AM to like three or four PM. Um, you know, starting the brisket off like the first half, then we'll wrap the briskets with the nighttime guy. And then that's like the passing of the torch, the, the I guess. Transfer. If you will, gotcha. Yeah. So I started off doing that. Um, and then like, and I would still, I was like cutting half the week and then cooking half the week. Um, and then, yeah, I started, um, you know, gradually more and more like cooking like every day. Um, and then not really cutting as much anymore. Getting to like, know my way around the smoker, like learning more about briskets and how they cook and that whole thing. And that's when I started reading more about the science of barbecue. And, and, and they've know, got some really nice books pits and, like, there barbecue as well. Books. Yeah, they I had. Mean,
1: they had um, who built their pits? I'm
2: not sure. Some at, at Terry Black's. Yeah. Uh, some guy in Lockhart. They just got a okay. Moberg now. Yeah. yeah so I know they, they, had Moberg, they had. They had yeah. some guy in Lockhart just to, like fabricate them all. Okay. Yeah, very um, very nice pits. Yeah, now. I like them, man. They're they're cool. I know. Uh, it's been funny. Like there's, they still seem like pretty good fit. I love to go back and cook on them now that I've cooked on so many other smokers and like, just to see. see yeah, yeah. I me, mean, me, me, Mark and Mike have still like remained pretty good friends. And I was too, gonna say so it's yeah. Mark and Mike. Yeah, Mark um, and Mike. Those are yeah. probably some of the best people I've worked for. You know, um, they're they're great guys. Um, but yeah. So, so it, maybe maybe I can bug him to let me go cook on the smokers one more time. <laughs> um, they just got a over in too, I think. Yeah, they, it's like hidden in the in the pay room.
3: Yeah, I remember seeing. I remember seeing Sunny post about that. But yeah, we. Uh, so you were so you're working at Terry Blacks oh, for yeah. a while. Yeah. Um. Now one of the things that I know we wanted to really get into with you in this podcast episode is how you're you kind of become famous in the barbecue world as the pitmaster that travels the country eating barbecue. Yeah. Um. You, you eat more barbecue. Probably than pretty much anyone I know. Um, <laughs> the exception of maybe like Daniel Vaughn, who literally gets paid yeah. to eat barbecue. More, more experienced yeah, right. than most bloggers. Oh, right. Right. yeah, and up, yeah. Man. Uh, yeah you, I mean, you, you've been, I know, multiple different states, all over Texas. yeah. And then and you've, you've cooked and eaten at a lot of different places. When did all of that, the travel start for you? Was that at Terry Black's or did that come later? Or So I guess
2: like my first, so every every summer, me and my friends, we take a road trip. Um, to, like, somewhere, across, like, we either go to, like, Portland or we'll go to New York. And the reason for that is, like, we take a road trip so we can, like, stop along the way and, like, it experience, like, the vast, you know, like, different landscapes of the U.S. and all the cool cities to and from, you know, you Maybe don't go get that the, the Buddy fly. Holly Museum. Or yeah, exactly, like, you, know. you know? Yeah, exactly. And, like,
3: well, they like, he wasn't trying to get a Yeti then either. Yeah, right? <laughs> I,
2: well, I wish they had that. I wish they would have had that back then. I haven't taken a road trip in a couple of years now. but um, So, yeah, like... Uh, I think I was on our way up to New York a couple of years ago. And I was working at, uh, I. so I was working at La Barbecue at that time. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, D-
3: Dylan moved from yeah. Terry Black's to. Terry Black's.
2: I also worked at Uchi for a little bit while working at Terry Black's, which is like a Japanese contemporary restaurant. And that's where yeah. I developed better knife skills, actually. You'd have to. Yeah. yeah. And like different, you know, like I got to make sauces and do all that fun Very stuff. Cool. But barbecue is still more interesting. <laughs> <too>. <laughs> Not to say that that isn't just as good.
3: But well, now we're so combining so did, the two with yeah, right? Tyson um, and now, how yeah, did you right? convince
2: your friends at um, well, I don't think I had to really convince him at all. We all just kind of like, yeah, let's take a road trip. Like, it sounds like, that sounds fun. Like, you know, a couple, few guys in a, in a little Honda Civic just <laughs> touring the, uh, the American countryside. Um, um, but, yeah, with that, like, we were like, oh, cool, man. Like, we're going through Memphis. We're going through, like, St. Louis. We're going th- we can go through Kansas City if we go take this route. And, like, on the way back, we can hit up this this and this spot. So the first time we went to... So barbecue to me, was always on the agenda for yeah, these road you know, trips, well, like, too? Yeah, well, you know, we're all pretty into barbecue, and, like, I was especially, like... I know, I love eating barbecue. That's one of my favorite things to eat, still. Um, no, who was on these road trips with you?
3: Uh, my
2: buddy, my buddy, Lane, and uh, So Lane, Lane is yeah. working at Mickleway. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: yeah, so you got two barbecue people in the business. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah, and then a couple of my other roommates, they they just kind of work around town or go to school and stuff. Um, But, uh, yeah, so uh, we go... I guess the first time we went, we went like from here, like up to to Kansas City, um, and then from Kansas City to I can't remember, I'm really bad with geography. But anyways, like we ended up like like to and from, we've hit up spots and you know we went. Let me see, I got a little list here. Uh, sure. We went to Oklahoma Joe's. Oh, it's called Joe's Kansas City now, but yeah. So we went to Kansas City, got Joe's Kansas City, Gates, Arthur Bryan's, and LC's. Um, in St. Louis, we only hit Pappy's. Um, and then in Memphis, we've been to Payne's, Cozy Corners, Central Barbecue. So let, a let's couple.
1: talk about the, the kind of variety yeah. there. Because okay, cool. So Kansas City, everybody talks about Kansas City sauce. Yeah, the, see,
2: know. I like – and this is cool. Like, I was really excited to try all these different, like, regions and see what it's all about, but, like – um, I mean, Kansas City, it was definitely interesting. You know, you got def- definitely very thick, kind of almost gloopy sauces that are yeah, applied like the pretty the The Tasty Masterpiece is yeah, around man. for a reason. You get like. a lot of like ketchup and molasses <laughs> and like strong flavors. And you, like, you know, you get a lot of like, it sounds, it tastes kind of like there's some liquid smoke, you know, dropped in there at some point or another. Yeah, and, um,
1: uh, I, I, do you have burn ins there, I assume? Yeah, you know, classic burn ins, right? Yeah,
2: so LC's was the place we went and just got burn ins. Um, They're pretty good. And how you know. did, I
1: mean, how does that compare? You know, in Texas, it's funny because burn-ins in Texas range from everything from Kansas City style, which are truly cooked a second time in sauce, mm-hmm. to just pieces off the point yeah. to pork belly burn-ins, I mean, there's, to fried pork belly <laughs> burn-ins, definitely. right? I mean, yeah, the, everything's a burn-in. Yeah, everything. there's, there's a, a large array salad of burn-ins ins, so yeah,
3: Potato salad. So, yeah, so, so what, so <laughs> what is it,
2: like, what it, was there. it was like there? Um, so these are definitely like, you know, cut off, I guess, like what they call the deckle, um, you know, cut cooked, sauced up, and then put back on the smoker to kind of like caramelize and like set on there. Um, and it was pretty good, but it, it was like pretty sweet, you know, really smoky, um, and you get a little bit of beefiness from the brisket, but... I think I'd still prefer like a classic like in-cut of brisket like from Central Texas, um, oh, cool. but it you know it was still it was different, which is something to appreciate.
3: How were the uh, Kansas City ribs?
2: Ooh, so they were, <laughs> they were all right. Um, how he said that was I, interesting. Yeah. I asked, think I asked we were talking about expectations earlier. I think I kept my expectations up a little too high the first time. They were they were cooked well, pretty well. Um, I miss not. I think see the thing for me is I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of the Kansas City sauce you know it was just a little too like ketchup-y and like molasses-y and i like those ingredients but they just weren't like balanced super well and when they are applied so heavily that's all you can taste you don't really well, get you, any of the pork from the or when when you've had barbecue without the sauce yeah
1: and you've had good barbecue without exactly. the sauce it's kind of hard cuz you're feeling that's kind of covering up what's yeah. underneath right?
2: and I, yeah see i was already i was already spoiled by the fruits of of texas barbecue or central texas barbecue um and Take so that going Kansas there. City! Yeah, right. All right, yeah. No, My I have a buddy that
3: City. was from Texas originally. He's now living up in Kansas, and I, I went up there for his wedding years back, yeah. and had some had some Kansas City style barbecue. And this is before I was super into Texas barbecue, and even then, I remember thinking like, like this. Uh, this just tastes like nothing. Like as yeah. far as like from a meat standpoint, like you don't taste beefiness when you're eating beef there. No, you yeah, taste you, you porkiness. Taste, with, yeah, because
2: yeah, you just taste the sauce. You know? Right, and that's um, that's kind of what
3: I felt like when I ate it too.
2: Yeah, and like it's it's always funny too because like you know like the like you know you get a lot of exchange from to and from like a lot of people from Kansas City come here and they're like oh man like I need some burn ins and I'm like all right well you're not like I can give you this end cut of brisket but you're not gonna get like a like a like a boat full of. Of like sauced up like chunks of brisket, but here this is this is you know try this out and see if you like that and right I mean, man like I thought you know they're like I'm from Kansas City so you better give me some good stuff <laughs> and like all right well here try this and I'm like, oh man like okay like I think right. I like Central where's Texas barbecue better now <laughs> yeah and they're like I was like well you know maybe try it without sauce you know I'm not gonna tell you how to eat your barbecue but I would recommend trying it without <laughs> sauce first and then maybe applying some on later. So yeah. speaking about the lack of sauce, yeah. Memphis was next, yeah. Yeah, so Memphis was next. So you get a little bit of dry rubs. And you can get, you know, your racks,
3: of ribs. You can get like a half and half. And half, half. Right we, we
2: we like to do half and half just to, you know, we're trying to just knock out as many birds with one stone <laughs> as we could, you know what I mean? Like, because we only have that one time to, to go
3: through. But uh, even like the dry rub, it's like a rub that's applied after the cook Yeah, too, so you right? basically yeah. just
2: cook them. Like some people put like a little bit of seasoning on there and cook them. Um, and then like they do like this like dry, like finishing dust. You know, it's a lot of right. a lot of like paprika, cayenne, chili paprika? powder. Yeah, paprika. <laughs> Um, so
1: uh, I was going to say, I mean, what's what's in that rub that's not in, in Texas rub?
2: Well, there is, you know, I mean, I guess some people in, in Texas use paprika, but it's definitely paprika. a lot of like, chili powder. <laughs> <laughs> um, we use lots of paprika. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We uh, do, and I love paprika. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's good. I mean, you know, brown sugar is mainly, like, the main thing of, like, that spice mix that I feel like a lot of people don't use in Central Texas, or I guess in Texas in general. Um, and, you know, you got some more common spices, too, like, like onion powder, garlic powder, salt, pepper.
1: It's a much more complex rub rather yeah. than
2: just something more simple that we
1: would use here. Exactly.
2: Um, so, you know, you got, you got all that going on. And that, I like that. That's probably like my second. I like that a little bit better than the Kansas City. Um, the sauce was still pretty like, you know, a lot of the sauce up in like the, like on the eastern side and then like, the northeast is pretty like thick. And, like, ketchup heavy. I mean, granted, mine's, okay, I take that back. Mine's in the Carolinas. You have, like, the more yeah, vinegar Yeah, when you get all the way sauces. out to the edge yeah. there. Yeah. Well, it depends on where the Carolinas are, That's true. Are you, too. Got, you got the mustard sauce versus the ketchup vinegar sauce. Right.
3: So, yeah, I mean, that's that's why. I mean, it's one of the fun things about barbecue yeah. all over the country is, like you said, you're going to get a completely different product yeah, man. depending on where you go.
2: Even in, like, the large state of Texas, you know, you have, like, your east, you know, east Texas style, your um, oh, yeah. country. You got stuff more down in the valley, like Vera's cooking barbacoa. People cooking more with mesquite, you know, yada yada. You got there's so many different tools that you can use to, yeah. you know, add to like that are defined by region too. Right,
1: you know, and so and and regions: Kansas City, Memphis. Mm-hmm. Was this the same this the road same. trip,
2: or did you come back? Because um, I know there's another road trip. I Yeah, think it was just second. Ones, I can't. Huh? So it's there's so many <laughs> miles, and you know, just like you guys do in the top fifty, it all kind of becomes a blur at some point. But I think that was the first road trip that that concluded. The second one. Um, so the second time going to New York was never we. I was still working at La Barbecue. Uh, we were going up through. We definitely we went like the first time we went we went up more through like the like the mid east I guess like up and then over. Um, the second time we just hit the east coast and went all the way up. Um, so we were going through. It's actually funny because uh, we were driving up through Charleston, and uh, John John had given me a call. He's like, Hey man, and like he John did, Lewis. Yeah, John yeah. Lewis. Because you know movie. we should make sure that this is. Yeah. This is called out here too. I
1: mean, when you were at La Barbecue, John mm-hmm. Lewis was was training you as well. Yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, it was, so there's it was perfect. there's definitely timing, connection. Man.
2: Yeah. yeah, and so like, you know, he um, he was just opening up Lewis Barbecue in Charleston, and um, he was like, hey man, like I know you're going on your road trip. Like, when are you guys coming through, like Charleston is like, oh, like we're leaving from New Orleans right now. We're just gonna drive through the night and like get up there. He's like, all right, cool. We'll have your buddies like like drive and like you sleep a little bit. He's like, I really like. He's like, if, do, you, do you think? You could like I need your help like training some guys like he's he's really busy with a lot of other stuff like that comes with opening a restaurant. Oh, outstanding!
1: So, he was, like, so not only to visit but to actually to work. actually like work there. It yeah. was
2: really cool. And you know like do a couple of brisket shifts and I you know I just figured what the hell and did a rib shift too and just pulled an all nighter again. You know. Awesome. Um, so well, that was also fun. Let's but, talk
1: a little bit about Lewis Barbecue because yeah. I know Andrew's been there as well. I have not, but um, it's it's I, a unique place. So number one, you're in the, sure. the heart of hog and pulled pork mm-hmm. country, right? Yep. And here comes a, a Texas guy that's going to do brisket. And I, I think he's got the sign on the, the wall, the cow head on yeah. the, on the sign of the wall, right? <laughs> yeah. Brisket is king. Yeah. he also has a
2: really cool, like stuffed, like, I think it's made out of paper mache, but it's like this like, like cow with like blue, mm-hmm. blue spots on it. Right. It looks really cool. So talk a little yeah. bit about the building. Uh, and,
3: and oh, the, the building. build, <laughs> uh, And I, I don't know if we've talked about this on the, pod, on the podcast before, but I know Brian and I have talked about it a lot. Yeah. Um, I, I thought Lewis barbecue was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, I'd, I'd been eating his barbecue way back in the Franklin days. Then, when he went to La Barbecue, I ate his barbecue there for years, and so I, I pretty much knew what to expect going yeah. there. You expect that John Lewis, Aaron Franklin, La Barbecue style. You yeah, know. you're
2: gonna. It's like that's you know what what he's
3: done. And it was it was everything I hoped it would be. It was still the hot gut sausage that you love. Oh man! Um, and the, uh, I thought the, I never forget I
1: love the story. I, I think it was in um, um, Texas Monthly about people that. We're cutting, cutting open the, the casing open, and scooping out eating the meat it from because the inside. they didn't know that that's you, <laughs> yeah. you just yeah, you they, can they, bite into a
3: sausage. Yeah, they,
2: they weren't used to like a, a good casing. Right, but I was yeah
3: I was super blown away. The the setup of the restaurant I thought was phenomenal. Yeah, um,
2: it was it was ergonomically sound, like oh, really was, nicely. You know they have like the two blocks that kind of veer off into like a V. Right, and then you've got the bar yeah. right in the front area yeah. where
3: if you just want to order sandwiches and yeah. things like that, you don't have to wait in the meat cutting line exactly. And, um, and you know, I told Brian after I went there like if you pick that place up, set it down in Texas, it would be one of the five best places in Texas. Oh for sure it was that that exactly. dang good. And we've I'm, I know we've talked about a thousand different podcast topics, but I've you know, I've said for years that I think that John Lewis is kind of like the godfather of modern Texas barbecue between the pitmasters that have spawned off from his training. Right. If yeah. you look
1: at the family tree, you've got the Millers, the black and john lewis and yeah. and all of that i think those are the three right yeah i mean john I'm and aaron starting wrong.
3: aaron franklin franklin barbecue together yeah. and then obviously siu who's mm-hmm. now at uh, 2M, 2m in san Antonio, cooking great barbecue oh yeah man. yourself who've been you know terry black's law barbecue learning under john uh-huh. and then running the pit you know being the pit master at, at law barbecue now here at truth um and then chris mcgee who's you know was Law barbecue and then yeah. on to Friedman's and Style Switch and just a, you know a never-ending stream of yeah. really talented one of the Hitmasters. one of the crazy
2: family trees of, of Texas yeah. barbecue for sure
3: yeah so so I I've been a big John Lewis fan for a long time and, oh me and, too man you know, and it's been it's been a cool experience getting to see all the different yeah. variations of. The barbecue that's come from people that have learned from him. And and it's not all a carbon copy, which is the cool part. Yeah, You know, you go to 2M and you've got, you know, oh, they've got the Mexican influence with exactly. the, you know, the pickled Nopales and the tortillas yeah. and things like that. And everyone's got their own little thing that, where they've taken that foundation, I guess, that they learned partly from John and kind yeah. of done their own thing with it, which I think has been really Two cool. 2M is
2: definitely, it's probably one of my, uh, if, if not my most favorite, one of my top favorites. Um, barbecue spots it's right it's now great it's great so barbecue unique. it's and so it's delicious unique. Yeah, yeah exactly it, but it's, it's not it unique like to 2M. the point of
1: being wacky yeah right? exactly
2: it's, it's, it, it, it it's it's a uh, it's got a good balance between you know being a little different but not being too extravagant you know right
3: I mean? you now john's been very forthcoming in his like I know. There's been a lot of talk about the Aaron Franklin secrets and like yeah. you know what you do and don't know about how Franklin Barbecue <laughs> operates and all of yeah. that. And and since John left, there haven't been that many people that have left Franklin Barbecue that you no, really it's, hear it's about. Pretty much mm-hmm.
1: like the Willy Wonka Chocolate Factory, uh, where uh, nobody yeah. leaves. Right.
3: John Lewis the, was in Slugworth? Yeah, there, <laughs> yes. there's like
2: there's a guy that started, I think it's called Al Beer. I think it's in Colorado. I think that's the only guy I've heard of from, from right. The you know, American. I know
3: braun has been there for Ron's years and years. Been yeah, years. Benji. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Benji's been with him forever, but. uh but obviously the 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 lewis lineage is is long and it's got I think it's just kept growing as you know different pitmasters lewis what is yeah. long lewis what his lineage long? <laughs> lineage
1: okay just checking
3: brian uh, brian's uh, a few drinks in yeah right <laughs> you
1: need to catch up shout out but shout out. Um, anyway did you, did you say shout out or shout out i just said shout out um, cuz well you know Evan williams is not going to sponsor this there you but go. you know anyway maybe one day maybe um yeah, um, so uh, see, I mean we we've hung around uh, Lewis Barbecue, but that's yeah. Texas style. That's not yeah, Carolinas, exactly. so, right? So yeah, from go? Lewis
2: yeah. Barbecue, we drive up to um, what is it? What is that city? Raleigh, uh, Durham?
1: No, I'm just gonna start South Carolina. It was
2: oh, a, uh, uh, oh Hemingway, South Carolina, where no, Rodney Scott, where, where Scott's Barbecue, okay. yeah, the whole hog. Yeah, and that was that was I, I think. Outside of Central Texas barbecue, Whole Hog barbecue is my my se- close second favorite um, style of barbecue. Um, that was really good. I, I don't know. Oh, well, I really white. appreciate it. Simple. About the white. Like I like the you know like the you get that flavor of like the smoke. It's a little different than cooking on an offset smoke. You know, you have like the the fat dripping on like the the direct. Ugh, sorry, the direct coals right underneath it's like the hog, and awesome. it's like yeah. overnight for like 24 hours or whatever. Just you know, you get like a different kind of. Like is, is it more than just i was
1: gonna say is it more than just the
2: the food experience is it just knowing what goes into
1: making the food
2: i think that has a big part i think i know like, every time i eat somewhere like i look at like the whole entire experience like that, the, that's like what's the interesting building about the, the service off, yeah. yeah and like you know like getting to check out the hog cookers out out in the back like they like they're after well i guess scott's pit room had burned down a little while ago but they rebuilt this big it looks like almost like an airplane hangar, and they have like Two rows of like eight hog cookers in each row. just wow, like, it's wow. like that, cinder, cinder block yeah. pits. And like, they were cleaning out all the pits like whenever we went back there. But, um, but I mean, but I mean, besides that, like the food is really good. I, I appreciate like, you know, like that smoky, like chopped hog with a little bit of that crackling, that skin Yeah, in when there. you and get it, yeah, get, you get a mixed bite. Yeah. And it's such a
1: good, good bite because you can get yeah. that different layers of flavor and different layers of heat. Yeah. And that hit you, the, that hit the pig. Yeah.
2: Exactly. And then, yeah, you get all, you know, mix up all the muscles and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, chop it up, and then you spread this, like, nice, thin, vinegary, like, spicy. Not super spicy, but it's like a thin, you know, vinegary sauce just kind of drizzled all over it. And I really like that tanginess that kind of – Have you like, done any of the whole hog cooking, or – I've always wanted to, but I have not. I need to hit up Patrick and uh, see if we can cook together one day on that. Shout out to Patrick Yeah, Fee- shout out to Patrick Venus Fee- 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 yeah. <laughs> um, And then, so, after that, we went to um, Skylight Inn, also another great spot. Um, Very famous, long history. Yeah, although I, I'd have to say I think my favorite whole hog out of everybody's was Scott's Parkers, in um, Lexington, Tennessee. That was really so. Good. Why? Why was it your favorite? I think the sauce was a little different. Um, it was just like I don't know, it was a little. Same cook method and all that. So they There's- actually cook on um, whole hog pits, but they have like a cardboard. It's like the. It's like an old school like cardboard pit. Hmm. Um, it's like not cardboard pit. But it's like a cardboard lid over the top, and I'm not sure exactly what that does, but. Um, I guess it does something different. And maybe maybe know. it's like yeah. wrapping
1: the brisket in butcher
2: paper yeah, versus right. other options. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know. Um and I'm like, you know, they all they have their different techniques. Um I know that Scott, he's also a really young guy. I think he's like 24, 25 now. Uh, but he I I saw a video of him and he's like separating all the different muscles and like serves those differently, which I thought was pretty cool. That you know, he's yeah. um
3: it's so another. I guess one of those guys that's gotten more into the science of things. Exactly. And yeah, you know, that's. I, it. I can appreciate that a lot. Yeah, you're seeing a lot of that evolution of barbecue where, yeah, you know, where you're, a lot of the pitmasters and all the guys doing this now and girls doing this now yeah. are thinking more about you know how a different muscle breaks down and how you know and, and things like that. You know, and and this part of the pig may not cook the same as that part of the pig. And this, exactly, you know. it doesn't.
2: Yeah, and then like this one is going to come out differently. Like you know, this one has like a certain amount of marbling compared to this one, or like this one's going to like you know, you know, this one's got a different amount of connective tissue or whatever. You and know,
1: even on a on a high level, just like a brisket, you you've got yeah. lean and moist. Yeah. So separating out the pig, I mean, by different, different, like I said, different connective tissue, mm-hmm. different areas, different heat zones. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. A very interesting.
2: Yeah. And I think I think I liked it a lot, too, like, was, like, on a sandwich you get, like, you know, the chopped pork, and then you get, like, it's not, like, what we're used to, like, slaw. It's, like, chopped up slaw. So it's, like, really fine, almost kind of like a minced yeah. texture. It's, like, really clean, acidic, tangy coleslaw, which is delicious on top of a pulled pork sandwich. Shout out to Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, that was also really good. Um, now, moving on from there. Oh, the, um, Helen's barbecue is also really good. She had some really good pork ribs. Actually, so she she cooks. She Where doesn't cook does the whole that hog. That? That's in um, I forget all these small towns, man. Luckily, I wrote it. Luckily or I wrote what state do we know? It's in it's in it's in Tennessee. It's Tennessee. Okay. Yeah, I think oh Brownsville, Brownsville, Tennessee. Okay. There we go. Shout out to Brownsville. Um, yeah, that was really good. She cooks the shoulders though. She doesn't do the whole hog. Got she it. still does it like on a direct. Huh. Um, heat like cinder block kind of smoker. And is it like
3: a pulled like is it pulled like a pulled it's it's pork like or?
2: chopped it was like it, was, like it was more like chopped huh. uh, but she also had these like pork ribs which are like really like they're simple they're like a little saucy but they were like it seemed like the sauce kinda like sit out th- sit on there more <clears throat> sorry um we had really nice simple like slightly sweet porky pork ribs nice and some because
1: yeah. i like my pork ribs porky oh, uh, that that's doing. the way to do it man <laughs> No but, it, it, no, but no, but I stuff. understand what you're saying because yeah. what what, you, what you're really talking about is the the flavor of the pork rib really, really? coming through, because we've had some that have been very flavorless, oven cooked and not yeah. enough smoke and not exactly. enough exactly cooked of, like on
2: a southern pride like on a gasser or something. I like didn't that. say that. But no, <laughs> I, I, I had to I had to go there, man. I had to go there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like you know, like it, it, there's not there's not something covering up in, like the flavor of the meat. Right. So what yeah. about
3: uh, I know like, obviously in. in you've traveled the country eating a lot of this, Mm -hmm. um, but you've also traveled a lot of the state eating a lot of barbecue as well. Um, What are some of the more memorable experiences you've had or better experiences you've had different barbecue joints around Texas?
2: Um, All right. So some of my favorites, I always love going out to like the older establishments, man Um, going like, you know, one thing, the drive is always fun, you know, um, driving through the hill country it's or whatever. It's not always fun. It, yeah, okay. <laughs> it will let, depend. You know. <laughs> whenever, whenever you're going to 50 spots and, you know, you guys are knocking out 800 miles in a day, that's a different story. But a quick little day no, trip, but, you but, know, it's always fun. You know, I, and yeah. I'm a
1: big proponent of that. You know, find out Texas. Find out the different cities, the places yeah. you can yeah, stop
2: the, at. The old courthouses. You know, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, like, I'm just going to, like, name, like, I love going to Lockhart, going to Kreitz and Smitty's. Like, like the foods, you know, I had one of the – I actually had one of the best pork ribs. Of my life at at Kreitz one day it was just simple again nice and porky um, (laughs) and just like simply seasoned perfectly cooked Um, that was all that was really good I like going to Kreitz for sausage too I like going to a lot of the older places to try sausage because they do sausage really freaking well it's so simple simple but it's still different
1: pepper garlic there's there's a whole sausage run you can make. if you, if, if you go to Lockhart and start in Lockhart, you can kind of come towards Houston, uh-huh. mainly kind of down Highway 90, but like okay. Smithville, Hallettsville, there's... Gonzales. Uh, Gonzales. Yeah. Really, really great. And it's exactly that. You find these old places that have been meat markets <coughs> since way before you were born. Mm-hmm. and And, you know, the brisket's not... Magical brisket there, but it's okay because yeah. you know, you know, it's not what they specialize. Yeah, you find what in. these you know, places do exactly. well. And, yeah. you
3: know, and, and
2: even then, it tastes like you know. I always like to imagine like this is what it tasted like back in the day, which is also kind of fun to imagine. You know what I mean? Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, some of my like some of my favorite spots to go to. Um, I like I love going to Snows. I love Coopers and Lano. Um, I love going to Louis Mellors. Um, you know the places in Lockhart, um, Luling City Market has some of my favorite pork ribs and sausage. Um, you know. Um, what else? What else is there? Anything around Austin, north of Austin? Um,
1: those are really the classic joints. Yeah. So the I still need you to check out
2: Brotherton's. Um, he looks like he's doing some good stuff. Opie's. That's what I was gonna say. Opie's in. Uh, um, I, did, I, love I didn't Ops go to you. Into saying that, you I know. But I, I, I couldn't think of it. He was mouthing. I've been no. to you know <laughs> when, <laughs> when, a big giant when sign. you've been to so many places, it's just hard to uh, <laughs> hard to remember it all.
3: It is now like, at it, once. Obviously the love and the passion of barbecue has gotten you all over the place eating yeah, this man. stuff but I'm a, I'm a hot mess as as it's become also a <laughs> career for you some of this becomes research it I, is I, have, I mean it can't not it strictly I, is know. i
2: mean it's it's awesome it's awesome that how enjoyable my research is but uh, it is you know a lot of it is yeah. research. There's, there's a
1: lot of people that we've talked to that you know oh i've never eaten anybody else's barbecue but my own and See, lot, that's just that's
2: so close-minded. You know? It, it you really gotta,
1: is because it, the more you eat, and, and you have to eat both the good and the bad. Exactly. And you have to understand, and you may not even like it, but you got to understand why that region likes yeah. it. Yeah. You know, as you talked about going to these other regions and experiencing the different styles, it may not be what you want. Yeah. It may not be what you like, but you got to start to understand kind of, okay, this is why these people like it. This is the history, and this is what what kind of went into the barbecue over time. Um, it's, it's really interesting. And I, you know, I, I, have got a lot of driving to do outside of Texas because most of mine I've done, you know, my, my experiences are really, um, Seattle, Las Vegas, um, a little bit in, um, Arizona and, uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico area, but I haven't done the big ones, which, um, is there, is there any other location or style of barbecue that you, you kind of itching to get to?
2: Man, um, or or even to, within I need, Texas, I need to get, get down to South Texas. I need to get to the Valley. Um, I really want to try Veras, and I really want to try like that, like that mesquite, like just cooked up like, on a spit. When, it, when it's done water. right, and and yeah. you mentioned
1: Opies, and Opies uses mesquite, yeah, um, so does lano. yeah. Um, that that kind of far West Texas and South Texas, yeah um it it's it is a different it's a different flavor right. that impacts yeah. and
3: um, and veras is, I think you'd really enjoy veras yeah. cuz you really are you know one of the ones that appreciates the history and things yeah, like man. that and veras is you know right up there one of the best experiences we've had I think I think we're going time. on right, a road cool. trip with Dylan down the Yeah pierce. I I would oh, be yeah, so
2: down guys just you know just tell me, tell me when and
1: where. I'll, yeah, well, let's make a
3: roach about we it. We would totally go yeah. down to South Texas again. Yeah, but um, I, I really want to try. Like
2: smoking far. oak
1: was really good down there in that area yeah. too. Smoking okay, oak. Okay, cool. Yeah. Top. yeah, I
2: want to. You know, I want to hit. I want to hit Evie May's really bad too, um, in Lubbock. Yeah, it's just you know so far away. I'm, it's hard I to get, get it up to. there. Yeah. Get yeah, and I was I was working all Texas monthly, so I didn't get it. I by the time I got off the block, um, they were already sold out of meat, so I, I miss them again, man. But you know, Arnis and uh, and Mallory are such you know they're great folks and. Uh, you know, they took a great, great barbecue. product from what it's I hear. A me great story, yeah. too.
1: It's it's um, yeah. And it's it's a good road trip if you can find other things to get out to. And, and you can do a few other things on the way out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just don't blow up your engine. <laughs> I'll try <laughs> not to. Yeah, yeah. Make sure
2: you have reliable transportation. Rest in peace, Brian's <laughs> uh, But I mean, yeah, like one of the things, you know, it's, it's important to keep in mind, too. Like it's not I mean, the food is definitely the most important thing. But on top of that, what adds to it is like the whole entire experience, man. You got like the aesthetics of the building. Um, you know, things that I'm looking for and I'm going to eat, like, besides the food or, like, you know, like, I mean, the thing, I don't know, I guess the most importantly, there's always going to be, like, one good thing about somewhere if you, like, if you look hard enough, you know, so, like, whether it's, like, how they run service, you know, like, like, the aesthetics of the building, like, maybe, oh, that's a really cool sign, I like the way that looks, or, like, I like this sausage, right, like this sauce, this side is really good, you know, um, there's a lot of stuff to, like, keep, Keep an eye out for well, it. Like, like, how fast the line is exactly, moving. Yeah.
1: You know where is where is the pit room located versus yeah, the exactly. kitchen. Like, all what of that kind of cookers of, are yeah.
2: they using? Like how do those cookers work? You know.
3: Right. Well, one thing um, I have to ask because you may not be famous in the total barbecue world, but you're definitely yeah. famous on this table <laughs> for <laughs> your copious notes that you take on your cooks. Oh yeah. I, I that's know a you, John Lewis uh, thing. Uh, yeah. Well, that, you know that, that's what I was gonna say. Was, was that something that it, you picked up from?
2: So I was actually reading Meathead. Um, but he's a, he's a moderator. Meat on Amazing Ribs. Goldin, yeah. Meathead yeah. Goldwyn. Um, and there's like, he talks about making cooking charts. Um, and so I started John, I mean, John, I still go by influence, but it's always fun to not influence. I'm sorry. That was t- instinct. <laughs> Did I say influence? My bad instinct. Um, that you know uh, it's fun to track your cooks like i'm always tracking like internal temperatures like what what's the weather like today you know like how windy is it outside because all that stuff has a great impact on your food you know like different like in, say I, that I don't
1: the, think a lot of people outside of barbecue really understand that you yeah. know just i mean the the seasoning of the wood even if you get exactly. the same wood from the same person and you get that supply every few yeah. months You might get one that's seasoned less, and that that completely changes how how fast it
2: cooks. And I mean, like, even, like, so, like, whenever you get into winter, too, like, the sizes of the briskets change because cows are more dormant, you know what I mean? Um, The the combustion of your fire is different because the air temperature is different, you know? Like, different, like, if it's super humid outside, you know, the briskets are going to cook really nicely, but your bark's going to be more soggy because there's more moisture in the air than you can, you can't get rid of the moisture, you know what I mean? Like, um, so, you know, like, having that, keeping an, an eye on that and, like, learning more about that from day to day helps you, I think, become more consistent cook, how to, learning how to roll with the punches. Because every day is a new challenge, you know? And that, but that, that's the fun part about it, is, like, conquering those yeah, it's things. Not, it's not the same thing every day. You can't exactly. just cook it the same way
1: at the no same way. time. Yeah.
2: yeah. You know, like, you got to you build your fires differently on certain days, depending on that, how, like, windy it is outside. Or, like, maybe, you know, mm. if you have a damper on your smoker, you've got to play with that some. Or, like, with how open your firebox door is. And that varies from pit to pit, of course. But, you know, once you get to really know your smoker, then you can start playing around with all the variables like that. Now,
3: like with with this with the note taking and everything, yeah. uh, do, do you apply? Like, do you take notes on your trips? Like, do you think like, oh, I, this place really does this well, or that place really did that well, or I yeah. I picked up a, a flavor of you know such and such spice in this. It would be kind of cool to add that to my ribs or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, there I, I'll I'll definitely write down some like the good things that I like if like something like really stuck out to me. You know, like I'll like write down something like that. Um, I don't I haven't taking as as many notes um, on trips like the first trip like I didn't really take any notes because we were just like this is like our first road trip we we're just so like oh like just no. caught up in the moment <laughs> I guess like I kind of forgot to like take notes and wasn't even thinking about it I was just kind of in it for the whole experience I wish I would have been taking notes but I didn't <laughs> well, uh, but like the second time back, around you know like yeah like going to like check out other spots there's definitely like certain things I would jot down like oh this like this building looks cool I would take a lot of pictures I take a lot of pictures like, like even cutting on the block, I'm sure customers are like. What the hell is this guy doing? Quit playing with their phone and cut my meat, man. Because like I'll be, I'll be taking pictures of like how the brisket looks to, to go along of, with of the, your, the brisket that yeah. you're cooking. Yeah, yeah because thanks to modern technology, yeah. all my, all my pictures are, are dated on my, on my iPhone. So I can go back to the oh, this Look was at, this you, date. I was like, human that day. And yeah, exactly. The brisket like so that's right. the millennial
3: I, I, version of taking notes. Exactly just right. Pictures. <laughs> I'm taking advantage of my, of my millennial. Well, there, there you go. But yeah, I mean that's, that's one of the things that we've always talked about is, is when it comes to we, we've said for years that eating barbecue helps you cook barbecue and, yeah and because definitely you, you kind of learn what worked for this person or you know what didn't work for this cut kind of meat Yep. and make sure you know oh man I, I need to figure out how they did this so i can apply that to what i'm doing so yeah I, i'm i'm sure that this is all part of a master plan for you that one day you're just going to take over the world of barbecue
2: but uh i mean i would like to have my own little little barbecue shack one day um but you know I'm only 23, so
1: barbecue shack or band. It sounds band, like there's yeah. kind of like. Well, a, I'll I'll hire he, the. It'll he be may a flip a the other whammy. direction at yeah, any there. point in
2: time. This yeah, yeah I know, right? I would like to get back to playing music uh, eventually. It's been it's been kind of put on the back burner just. I think that's so, another so podcast weird,
1: but, we we're going to do is yeah. about about pitmasters and being
2: musicians. Musicians, yeah. Tales, so really um, yeah. 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 Tales from the Mosh Pit. really interesting. Yeah, Tales from the Mosh Pit. Actually, you know what? Tyler's Barbecue, the owner of that, uh, is, is his name Nick? Tyler Frazier. Tyler Frazier. Tyler Frazier. <laughs> oh, I was way off. Jeez. <laughs> that's um, why it's called t- Tyler's. <laughs> Tyler's <laughs> Barbecue. <laughs> <I had no laughs> the owner is oh, Tyler. Right right. Wait, are you thinking of
3: Nick Pences from Stanley's in Tyler? I think you are. That's what i, yeah, that's yeah, what I mean. that's who okay, you're thinking okay. of. Okay. I was right, yes. You were right. I
1: was about to feel so stupid for a second. Hey, I don't picture Tyler playing guitar. He might. He might.
2: Nick Pences from Stanley's famous pit barbecue in Tyler. There you yeah. I'm I'm kind of sick and under the weather. I'm, my brain's kind of fried right now. #hashtag um, sick #hashtag sick #hashtag still cooking. Um, what's it called? Um, yeah, so he he actually is a, a pretty big musician, and he has a lot of really cool bands come it's through a, and play. It's a great yeah. place to um, see live music. We yeah. were uh, we were there for Red Dirt, and uh, we were you know we'd stopped in to go eat at a uh, at Stanley Sam's Pit Barbecue, and um, I was looking like on their marquee or whatever, and it says is like on a screen. there's like bands coming through, and it said Deer Hunter. And I was like, What? Because like it was just like in the middle of like you know, like Tyler, Texas seems like the last <laughs> place I would see a band like Deer Hunter playing. But they were playing that night and Lord, like
1: why are you so excited? Tell me tell me some like, more I you young, I like <laughs> I like Deer people. Hunter. Okay, it's like okay. you know
2: it's like a, it's like an indie rock band. Yeah. You know, I like I like all, you know, sorts of music, like from the class to Radiohead, whatever. I like old and new. Okay, um, I got a couple of those.
1: Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. No, I still listen to Deer, some a good but but Deer of Hunter is stuff. apparently a yeah, popular it's like, band. It's, like it's a, not like yeah. a game or a movie for, from for a long for time millennials ago. Or whatever. Yeah. Deer Hunter was a movie too, though. I know, yeah, that's, that's why I'm asking. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was like, I'm like but what but No, you? it has nothing to do with yeah. Christopher Walken
3: is not in the band. <laughs> no, he's not in the band. Okay. I would be kind of cool if he was. Yeah, I would have been
2: pretty cool a violin? do they have a Oh no, they don't. Okay, so they're not a millennial band. Okay, that's good. Yeah. They have keyboards, yeah. guitars, drums, and I think it, even I think they threw a little tambourine in there here and there. Yeah, it's a little edgy yeah, there. Kicking okay. an right. I know. They're they're they're, they're getting here right yeah, there. So good. So I got to go yeah. listen to to Deerhunter. We'll listen to yeah, everybody on the way else home. too as well. Uh, yeah. But no, like it's like you know that'd be a good segment on the what I was saying. I guess I got kind of sidetracked, but on the. No, musician thing. Yeah. Musicians, I mean, yeah. there's a
1: lot, and again, I keep calling out Bill DeMoss, but I know there's more, yeah. Um, and I know Leonard as well likes to play, so yeah, uh, would, be, would be kind of interesting a little bit more about like a Pitmaster I mean, a, Jam session.
3: There should be like a, yeah, like a
2: Texas Monthly or something, like on a, one of these barbecue festivals, I have to have a, a Pitmaster band. All right, or now Chails we gotta start a barbecue pit. festival, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, let's do yeah. it. Tales from the Pits, actually, <laughs> 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 at, at the Smoke Dallas, um, Dean or Dean. Dan, there's there's a um, a gentleman that does um, catering and and he he plays in a band as well. So okay. they they cook and they play at the Smoke Dallas Festival. There you go. Um, so you know, there you go. You got it. You got a ways to go. Waiting, we can do that. Man. I yeah. think we can. Um, okay. So other than um, taking over the world and all of that and, and eating more barbecue, yeah. um, We we heard about where you kind of want to go. Um, what do you what do you plan in the next two or three years you know i'm not going to ask you for your five-year plan because i'm not that's your manager cool. but yeah that's fine um, it is it um, is it is employee review time in my work uh, <laughs> i can ask you that. yeah, no, that's fine let me give you um, a written review
2: <laughs> i wasn't prepared for this <laughs> um i would like um i'm definitely going to houston you know i'm gonna go um do that for maybe like a year or so i'm not sure i would like you know are you gonna live there or just yeah there? so um, I think I'm gonna actually just crash at Leonard's house. Now I haven't told him about this yet, but I think that's gonna be the plan. No, I'm just kidding. He, he listens to the it. podcast. Well, so I, I, still, I still enough. have my house in Austin, so um, and like it works out here because you know we're here four days out of the week, so I just sleep at the restaurant, you know, Thursday through Saturday, and then go back Sunday night, and I'm in Austin Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, so I'll still, I I still love Austin. It's a great city. I like, you know, I like all the bands that come through and all the food. Um, well, that's what we've got to change about Houston. Exactly. So you yeah, know yeah, we, we got can got we got can do that. Yeah. No, I I've seen some. I actually, saw Queens of the Stone Age play in Houston. Oh, very cool. That was that was really fun. Um, and I, you know, if Houston's such a cultured city. There's so much good food there to eat too. There bro. is. There's yeah. a lot of good
3: food. Not just barbecue, but yeah, other there's food yeah, too. exactly. But yeah, no, Houston's uh, a great food city. Yeah,
2: man. Um, I got I got some family that lives in Friendswood, so you know I I, go, I nice. went to, went there a lot when I was little. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna be definitely go to Houston and uh see what. Truth, Houston can do. We'll see what we can do with that location. I think it's gonna be fun. Um, after that, um, you know, I'd probably like to get my own place going within the next. I want to have my own place by the time I'm like 25, 26, maybe 27. That's so old. I know. We'll see. That's the thing. Like I, I, I got started doing this at such I a young age, and have I have pimples that are that old. You know? Yeah, <laughs> this is crazy.
1: Yeah. So, so um, as long as it's not Dallas, we're okay, um, you know. <laughs> Houston Houston or Austin, as long as it's not Dallas, Houston or Austin. Yeah. You know, I, we, we need you around here somewhere. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so
3: ideally, yeah, the, the Dylan Taylor's Barbecue or whatever it would be called. Yeah. What, what type of joint would it be? Would it be straight tent Central Texas style? Would there be crazy meat? Yeah, see, on I, the, um,
2: that's what I was actually. Apparently, getting. it sounds like it's going to be some whole hog. Yeah, some whole hog. No, I don't know if I want to do that, but. Um, I, I enjoy eating it, but I like cooking Central Texas barbecue more. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely want to focus on being like super central traditional Texas barbecue, you know? Um, there's this whole new school thing getting started and I think that's cool. There's, there's a place for everything. But like for me personally, um, I like just like, you know, taking it back to where it all came from, you know, keeping like, you know, like super like traditional, like simple beef sausage links, um, you know, brisket, ribs, sausage, um. I don't know about I'm I don't know I've always wondered if I should do pulled pork or not, but I don't know if I would. You should. You should.
3: Because you should, but but you should do it well. There's so much yeah. bad pulled pork. There is around I mean, But Texas. it's so easy to cook a good pork but, Oh, you know, and we just we've pork pork about we're trying. So. Yeah, yeah, we're
1: trying to get you know, and I'm not gonna talk us up as far as our own barbecue adventures, but yeah, I mean, good pulled pork is really good, and yeah, it's, it's just not be. a big Texas yeah. thing, and I we don't need think to get it, it there.
2: It's no like. Really good brisket, but it's still right. good. You know? but, right. but as
1: brisket gets more and more expensive, you know, yeah. you got to have some other options. I'm sorry, yeah. but you know, I'm not taking out a loan to go buy barbecue. Exactly. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Uh, it, as you talk about the traditional, and you, you mentioned, you know, the blue collar stuff. Yeah. Barbecue, even traditional barbecue, has gotten elevated to a price that yeah. is really hard for people to deal with
2: exactly and that that's just kind of how it's come i think just that just like comes with like the natural like rise in meat you know like oh, yeah. after yeah. the days of boxed beef you know it was so easy for right. people just to shit beef all around you okay. know that i think oh. boxed beef really revolutionized the meat industry and the restaurant industry in general because it was so much like it's so so easily accessible now right. and well. so i think
3: and barbecue is no longer just getting yeah. the lowest quality cut of meat and no. throwing it on a smoker and i would i
2: would still you know mm-hmm. I'm, I'm all for like properly like humanely raised and harvested meat so i would definitely like you know um get like high like you know i would like to source high properly raised sorry high quality properly raised and harvested meat um I think it just we, good. I we think you, think we have a little story like of
1: when it was harvested and yeah, right. what its birthday was. We'll have a picture of every cow that comes Well, yeah, that's it. one thing. Kidding. What, what well, was no, its like favorite, favorite I think, music? I think you know? Creekstone yeah.
2: Farms and 44 Farms do a great job. You know, I, I think Compart, they've done Dura- a great – I think, think, that, yeah, Dura- I think yeah, they've okay. all three
1: have done a great job at elevating yeah. well, the, the, yard. the understanding. I mean, yeah. that even your consumers know. It's amazing that, you know, when you talk about Creekstone – a few years ago, nobody knew about it, and, of yeah. course, Franklin was probably more famous for it than anybody, yeah. but but now even your consumers know about these things, yeah. and when you, you advertise Duroc or 44 Farms yeah. or Creekstone, people see that, and actually, it makes a connection to them because they understand what's behind that. Exactly. It. Yeah. It's not just a brand name. There's there's a reason behind it.
2: Exactly, um, and, like, you know, Hartley Ranch is the same thing, too, like the whole never-ever program, like no hormones, no antibiotics, um, but, yeah, so, I mean, as far as, like, what I'd want to do with my restaurant, though, I mean, I would definitely want to keep it, like, Central Texas traditional, but I would want to make it the most delicious Central Texas barbecue. Like, <laughs> like you know, keep it, like, brisket, ribs, sausage, maybe turkey. I mean, probably, you know, everybody's – I think I think people need turkey in the menu now because there's always going to be something that comes through that, like, wants turkey. That wants a poultry. And that, that does, they can't time, always yeah. – you know, they can't eat red meat or whatever. So, I would, you know, appealing to a wider audience would be nice.
3: But yeah, uh, we're getting in that age now where people really do care where their meat comes from more yeah, and yeah. No, more. Yeah, I do. Mean, I, I, mean, mean, I, I think it's not, just, it's not it is. Just, yeah. I agree. Yeah,
2: it's not just a marketing thing. There's, no. there's a reason right. behind it. I mean, well, as none. far as, like, a philosophy of cooking goes, you know, like, I'm not trying to get too deep on you guys or anything, but, you know, like, you know, we are harvesting and taking a life to, you know, serve and uh, do that. So I think doing that in the most humane way respectful respectful way. way would be you know it's it's a good thing yeah we know?
3: talked about it off air uh, buxton hall barbecue in asheville yeah um which i went to last year as well right nice. yeah, yeah i still Lewis. want to check that place out and i mean it's fantastic and yeah. they literally have a chalkboard of telling you where today's yeah. hogs came from and elliot Dude. moss
2: actually i saw he's he's actually getting his own like hog breeding farm going he's talking i saw him do an interview he's talking about like this whole circle of like um using like leftovers I can't remember what it was. I think he was getting in like a brewery or something, but like using like the grain from yeah, like left of to to the leftover brewery to feed the right. pigs, the pigs kind going of a to a circle, yeah, yeah, it's a circle. It's like a yeah. full like, circle of life, which I thought was a pretty interesting concept. Yeah, you uh, know? Chris
3: Shepard at Underbelly was doing that for a while. Okay, cool. Um, he, he had bought like a specific herd of cattle and was was feeding them you yeah. know, specific things that he felt would be beneficial. Was he for giving the them beer, giving them massages? And stuff? Um, they actually did nice get Kobe. they did get some Saint Arnold. Kobe. I want to say they got nice. Endeavor okay. or something, That's right? The good. last couple yeah. of months. Oh, or, very cool. Yeah. No. So I mean, th- you're seeing that more and more in the in the restaurant world. Yeah. You know, where like I said, the consumer cares more about what's going on, yeah. um, and and the chefs and pitmasters and owners and things are, are taking notice of that, and, and I think it's a good thing. It's. Yeah it you know it does it does make you respect the product more from you know from an eating and a cooking standpoint yeah. which i think is beneficial for everyone
2: honestly too i think it tastes better you know yeah. the cow's diet has a pretty big impact on you know oh absolutely that's they store those components of the food you are what you eat can, yeah, exactly. is a phrase yeah, think, for a, for a reason so. yeah so how about big I think it's definitely question. important
3: yeah <laughs> yeah we're we're all sweating you know, brisket fat at this point. If we are yeah, weak. right.
2: I'm I'm definitely half cow <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Hold on, I gotta actually I gotta check the fire up Okay, so
1: actually, we'll, we'll we'll end this up. So oh, okay. um, Dylan actually has to go to work, which is uh, an important thing here at Truth Bar. Yeah, he, he's working right now. Yeah. At,
3: you know, so hey, we're, we're interrupting his uh, his brisket <laughs> shift. So it's
2: okay, I got, I got the fire. Briskets are wrapped, so we're good. All right,
1: so thank you so much for talking to
2: us and uh yeah, maybe thanks we'll for talk to you me, again guys. and it
1: sounds like we need to do a road trip. Uh, yeah, yeah let's definitely get that in the in
2: the yeah, books. Absolutely. Right. We'll put do that it on the old calendar. Oh cool. right. yeah, well thanks for having me guys, that was right. a blessed. Appreciate it, man.
1: Cheers. Thank you for listening.